Hello and welcome to the Profits and Prana podcast. My name is Esme. I'm a yoga teacher and yoga marketing coach. And this podcast is dedicated to helping soulful entrepreneurs like yoga teachers and wellness coaches breathe more profits and life into their business. Today, my guest is Carrie Morgan. Carrie is the founder of the 21st Century Blueprint. A panic attack saved Carrie's life, and she became a holistic health and yoga consultant, then branched into her own online virtual wellness membership community. As the founder of the 21st Century Blueprint, Carrie is dedicated to helping women achieve self-love, self-awareness, and self-discipline in a world of distraction. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited, Yasme. Thank you again for this opportunity. I feel like this is amazing, uh, getting the word out there to millions of people. So I'm delighted. What would you say before we get started? What would you say to just telling us a little bit more about what it is that you do and why it is that you do it? Okay, so the reason I do this is because I have found that in the wellness world, there is a misconception of the way you can run your business. Um, And wellness people love to serve. So they want to just feel like they have to give, 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 but they have to realize that abundance is also receiving, right? And having that opportunity to come back to you. And by providing a community where people can come and support you and lift you up is what's missing online. I think a lot of people are consuming information, but they are not, um, they are not ready to be become leaders. And so what I want to bring to the 21st century and to people's mindset is to let them know that it's okay, you can become a leader, right? You do not have to just consume your whole life and sit back and watch. And we're giving them tools on the summit and also just in the membership community of bringing your true a spirit, just the way you feel, just how you are every day and making that your brand or your business. That's what people want. They want to just see how you react in day and what you're doing day to day. And they want to know that they can connect with you on that level. I think that's very important to, to realize that you can be empowered to actually lead and go forth with your message instead of just sitting back and watching everybody else do it but yes. I see a lot of <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean we're we're I think we're geared for that just from, you know, going to school and the things that we have taught over the years like you get in stuck in the in the 80s and the 90s mindset where you have to go to work, you have to react to what people are telling you instead of create, right? It's kind of been embedded in us. So to reverse that little bit um, it takes a little bit of time, like anything, right? You have to work in. And I feel like a lot of people are afraid of technology. So, and if they can realize that it's just the simple steps to get you started, because we all start at zero, that makes the most mind blowing results. When you have a great foundation to start from and you believe in yourself, then, and you have the assistance to help you and Everything you know, going from serving to the online space um, is priceless. Now, you'd mentioned the mindset from the 80s and 90s, where we just do pretty much what people tell us to do. And we, we take things at face value and we sit back and we let other people lead. Have you seen a shift in not just the technology that we use in order to allow us to lead, but the way that we approach our lives? 
Yeah. So being in the 80s and 90s, I know a lot of people are moving forward, but there's still that fear, right, of I don't, what if people don't like me, if I start doing this, if I really stop playing small and really just jump in both feet to this world of just being out there and open and just being completely yourself, right, authentically. Um, I think a lot of people do still have that fear mindset around that. And it's the same concept like when the first, when the computer came out, I'll give you an example like this. When the computer first came out, everyone was like, what is an email? Like, I don't want anything to do with that. You know what I mean? I want you to call me on the phone or use the fax machine, right? They were like, kind of like, oh, no, no. And then all of a sudden it's like, everyone has email, right? Everyone has like four um actual four emails accounts now, right? So now it's so much more um, relatable to people. And I think people still don't realize you can still build a business online and use all the technology to automate your life and still have enough time for your family and do things and scale up at a different level. Um, and I'll give you an example, like live videos like we're doing here, but doing that more for your everyday business, right? Really just being out there and open because from five years from now, it's gonna to be to a point where I did a um, Facebook live stream today that everyone, when you go to pick up a phone, it's gonna be a video call. There's not gonna be an, you know, that's gonna be the option whether they see your face or not will be the option. It's not going to be just, okay, I you know can text you and all that. It's gonna be so more advanced. So I feel like when people start stepping into really bringing more technology and automation into their business, they're still afraid of it, but it's, it's not taking the personalization out. It's actually making people recognize you more as a brand and as a company. I hope that makes sense. It does. And okay. I think you hit on something that I see a lot of people just being terrified of technology. And I, for a long time, thought it was generational. Um, you know, like my grandmother, she would call me every time she had to do something on the computer. And yeah. I don't think it's it's generational. I think there's a lot of people in their 20s and 30s who are terrified of technology, too. Have you found any specific tricks to helping people overcome that fear and using the, and realizing they can use technology in their business in a soulful way. So it, they're not just getting on being a spammy telemarketer. Yeah. So there, there are some tips. And I think the one tip is you have to speak from your heart. Um, I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, this person told me to do this. That person told me to do that. And that's not always going to fit with who you are and your values, especially if you're an introvert. Um, and there's a lot out there, right? Because entrepreneurs want to just, you know, get behind the computer, do the work, and they don't, you know, all the time want to get out there and be seen. But there is, you can do slideshows where you're just have your voice, but you're creating, you know, your picture and your slideshows and you're creating your story that way. So there's different ways for different people to relate to. I know that it's all testing, right? It's all about taking that action step. And I would always say, try something first, always try it for at least two weeks. And then if it doesn't resonate with you, then you shift. You don't have to stay in that space and feel uncomfortable. It's all about living life with ease. So for me, the camera and speaking does come naturally for some people. They're afraid of, um, you know, public speaking or just speaking in general. Um, so I like to say, well, practice um, recording yourself just on your phone by yourself and then, you know, post it somewhere and see what type of results you have. So you're not in front of people live, but there are 
you know, we can go on and on for about how many different things you are, but I always say, you know, just try something, right? Because if you don't try anything, you'll never know. Um, take that first step and um, really just see if that resonates with you and how it feels with your um, your mindset and your spirit in that moment at that time. I see that a lot where people get interested in a new technology. They're like, oh, there's Periscope. I should try Periscope. And they try it for about 24 hours. And something, maybe it's the fear of the technology. Maybe it's fear of being in front of people. But they stop and they're like, nope, it's not for me. I can't do it. This isn't comfortable. And I think it's a really big hurdle for a lot of people to get over that initial two-week period where you just make yourself do it because it, I think of it sort of like building a new exercise habit or trying to lose weight. You don't start to see results the next day. So you have to keep doing it. So is there something that you have found that's really helpful in making people stick to that two week commitment to see if it does actually resonate with them or not? Yeah. So, and like you said, there's, so I like to say, either you're interested or you're committed, right? There's a big difference. So me being interested in doing something like you said would be, oh, I'm going to do Periscope for 24 hours and that's it. And then me being committed is to make an appointment in my calendar, just like I would get my hair done or get my nails done or something that I really love and then start to bring an emotion into it, right? Um, an emotion as what will happen in at the end of these two months after if I finish through, will I have five more clients, right? So I would turn it into a mindset of profit for myself or connecting and serving with people that may want to follow me, right? So you, it's life does come to a numbers game where you feel like, oh, okay, well, let me play with the numbers and then that will help me keep myself motivated. Um, and the same thing with losing weight. But people, when you're interested in something, it lasts for a couple of days. You see no results and you fall off. And that comes with the mindset of you consistently have done this over and over in years. And to, in your mind, it's saying, well, why are you even trying? You know, you're not going to make it right. Those are the thoughts that come up and how you crush those thoughts, because what that is, is a block. It's your block from your subconscious, right, to your um, physical state is if you really wanted to lose weight, you would go to sleep with your workout clothes on. It's as simple as that because the time for people to get out of bed and get their bag packed and get their shoes on and get to the car and find their shoes, find their towel and get their water filled and all that, that's when they quit in between those minutes. So it's about learning how to take a, a, a step that's going to cut out all of that self-talk that makes you not want to get to the other end. Um and so if you're afraid and if you want to start something new with technology, you would be say, you know, you would have to say to yourself, okay, so I'm going to do this at this time frame and I'm going to test it. And then I'm going to keep trying to do that same time frame. So in your head, you automatically know by the end of that two weeks, that's your time. You have set aside a, a time frame for yourself to go on and do a live stream or a Periscope. And what that's going to do is almost start to make it automated. And that's what you want. You want the automation to kick in because now you found a new pattern to fill into your 24 hours. So I don't want to like talk forever, no, but I just that's want fine. So I think the the pattern is very, very important. I find when I'm trying to make a new habit, whether it's 
exercise, go to bed earlier. I find anchoring it to another habit is really helpful. So what you said about going to bed with your your gym clothes on, I think is a good way to start to anchor that habit to another habit that you already have. And maybe something with, we'll keep up with the live stream example, maybe anchoring your live stream to your lunch break. Like, okay, well, I'm going to take yes. my lunch break at this time every day. So for the next two weeks, I will also do a 10-minute Periscope because I think it's a lot easier for people when they already have a habit that they do anyway to build on that habit and attach something that can become a new habit instead of just trying to start over completely from scratch. Yes, totally agree. Now, we were talking a little bit about wellness here, so I think that's a great transition. Uh, How did you come to wellness in the beginning? It had to do with a a panic attack? Yes, I always say the panic attack to save my life because I have always been the person that always helped everyone else when they had panic attacks. My girlfriend had them in high college, and and I was just like always comforter when we lived together, and it was just something when, you know, I met people – I brought them back to the space. So we had an MMA business for like five years. It was every six weeks. And that's, if no one doesn't know what that is, that's uh, like the UFC fights. We did those live every six weeks. And it was intense, right? There was a lot to do and I didn't delegate a lot. I mostly took on as much as I could. And so when I had the panic attack, I was like, okay, do I want to live the rest of my life like this? In consistent high... Um, stress and just never knowing when something's going to blow up, right? Because you would lose fighters. The state would just have this situation where he would just mess up your whole show, you know? Like there was so many things that you had to deal with on, you know, to get ready to get on stage. So from that moment, I realized that I needed, if this was happening to me, I said, what is going on with everybody else out there? Like, how are they relating? And this is me building a brand. So it's like, how is this relating to just people, you know, doing a nine to five and just stressed out and commuting and all that. So I said, how can I live my life from a space where I feel like I'm helping people and I am giving them tools that they can um, adjust to their um, everyday, day wellness and and make that their space where they come from, where they start their day with wellness so that the stress is not consuming their life. Um, so that's how it helped me. And um, I became, you know, I went into yoga because I felt like yoga was a, I needed that mindset connection again that I had lost. So it really let me find my true north and just find out who I was from the inside. Um, and then I became a holistic health, right? So I help people with holistic living. Um, and that really let me understand um, deeply because I've been living like that already, but it just let me get to another level. So I take the yoga philosophy and the holistic approach and I blended them together to have the 21st century um holistic living so that you can simplify the way you, um, your mind and your thoughts are and your perspective, perspective is um, in your day. 
What other kind of tools do you help people with? What, what kind of tools do you give them? Is it just yoga and holistic modalities or did you give them other things as well? Yeah. So um, holistic is, it goes, you know, more of a balance, right? Because everyone's like, oh, you can't have it all, but you can officially have it all if you are aware of your thoughts. And it does deal with meditation. It does deal with, um, you know, the way you eat and the way you think about food. Because food definitely has a, it can take make you really focused or it can make you really sleepy depending on what you eat, right? Um, so you have to be aware of that. And the meditation, I think a lot of people, so I'll do five real fast because I know there was one of the things that we were talking about earlier. So five things that will keep people more engaged in their 24 hours. I like to do when I wake up, I set an intention, whether that's one power word I use all day long. And that's depending on what I know I have going on in my day. So if I need to have focus, if I need to zone in and just be completely um, energetic, um, I will place that word around what I need for my day. So, um, you know, bold, if I need to have courage, those are the words. I pick one word and that's my word all day and it helps me um, get to my next level. I like to journal every morning. Um, that really gets all of those thoughts out. I do that in the morning and at night. So I have a clear mindset to just come with a clean canvas to my day. Um, I like I do like the walking meditation where you set an affirmation and you will continue to say that I am statements to yourself to confirm where you want to be in your 24 hours. Um, and I let people know that food is one of the biggest decisions you make every day. And we, no one really taught us that concept because you are eating five times a day and you're spending money on that. So you need to be aware of everything that you eat and make sure that they are simple, right? So if you work in an area and you know, check the restaurants around you, know where the healthiest restaurants are or where you can get something that's going to give you energy during your day, right? Not the quickest way, not the convenience store in and out, like what you can sit down and enjoy and just know that you're giving your body nutrition. Um, and then I'll give you one tech thing that I like to tell people to do is just have one screen open at a time. That's it. Don't That's have so 50,000 screens open, have one work on that for 90 minutes and then go to the next thing, right? Cause you're going to finish that thing so much faster or that tech or that task inside that page because that's all you're focused on. So when an athlete goes out to do, um, you know, to go on the field, he's not thinking about the 20,000 fans around him screaming, right? He's thinking about that ball. Where do I have to get that ball to? And who would I have to get through to get that ball, right? So it's a simple mindset concept and we forget about, oh, we have to do this and that. And, and, and that is where our mind is overwhelmed. That's where the panic comes. That's where the, the chaos comes. So if we can learn to find these simple ways to get um, our get our tasks done efficiently, then it definitely cuts back on our stress and our overwhelm. And it really tunes into our focus and it tunes into our clarity, right? And we save more time because we're not wasting time reacting. We're getting it done quicker in a shorter amount of time and we're moving on. So we're getting a lot more productivity done in our day and without, you know, all the, oh my God, what do I have to do next? Oh my God, I forgot to do that, you know, but it's like done. Let's go on to the next. 
So I hope that, you know, clarified how I get into people's mindset no, and, and get them to like bring it back into this present moment. No, that's fabulous. And something that you were mentioning about productivity is something that I think a lot of soulful entrepreneurs really struggle with because, and I've seen this a lot in my work. I don't know if this is something that you've seen, but in my experience, a lot of soulful entrepreneurs have a lot of other things that they can be doing, other things that they can be teaching and sharing. And it's really hard to pick something, focus on it, get it done, and then move on to the next because they're like, oh, I could be doing essential oils training over here and I could be teaching yoga over here. And I think it's really hard for people to really become productive when they've got all these other things that they want to be doing. And there's nothing wrong with having lots of interests, but I think drilling down and focusing is something that should be perhaps taught a little bit more. What you were saying about one one window open at a time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it's so hard. But I think it, it is actually quite helpful to just focus on the one task at hand. Do you have any other little tips that that help entrepreneurs stay on task and stay focused and really be productive? Uh, yeah, I feel like a, a, what we're doing is, like I said, it's that consuming thing. Oh, let me go do this. Let me consume this new certification or this new thing. And that's what we do in the wellness world. We feel like, oh, I have to learn more so I can give more. But if you stay in your one space and kind of grow from there, you'll start attracting people towards you. And they, and then from there, you can say, oh, well, now I will branch off and do this. But you want to just stay in your lane for a little bit. And I feel like a lot of people forget that. Um, but let me find, so one more thing that I know that really helps when you're a soulful entrepreneur, you love to serve. So the, the one thing I would say to do and, and do this consistently is your messaging out to the world, whether that's online or that's in a live event, um, so messaging and pitching, if you would focus on your messaging and pitching, that will attract more clients to you. Obviously, you want to have offers in there um, and sales. So that those are the, the main priorities that I think that a lot of soul for entrepreneurs online forget about to do your pitching and your sales and make it a soulful way, right? Like, you know, you want to help people. I'm doing this mastermind and it's going to be for 10 um, women that are totally overwhelmed and they're, they stay at home moms and I want them to get to another level. So that's like a pitch, right? That you would be doing and you would be consistently doing that on your periscopes or on your blog or but you keep that same type of audience and, and zone in on them and build from there. And then what happens is you get this word of mouth effect, either online or viral, where they spread your message for you because you're so crystal clear. Instead of sitting behind the computer, oh, I have to do my accounting. Oh, I have to do all that. Right. Great. That can get done on certain days. Um, and I know for soulful people, they don't want to be overwhelmed. So I'll basically tell you like this, theme out your day, theme out your month. Um, so theme out your week. Um, Monday would be marketing Mondays. If that's what you, you know, you need to get more marketing so you can get more awareness into your business, whether it's online or off. Um, and then Tuesday will be like, um, Tuesday would be tut make sure that you connect with one person that you want to grow your business to, right? Someone that you want to partner with, right? Wednesday would be 
um, like a wellness Wednesday, maybe you'd go out and do a live event or you set up an appointment where you're going to be speaking or doing something like that, where you're interacting with the community. Thursday, throwback Thursday, um, I would say you would go and do something with people that, um, have been your old clients, right? That you may have forgotten about, but they still love you. And maybe they're just waiting to hear from you. Maybe they need you to connect with them again. And then Fridays would be your financial Fridays. You do all your numbers. So you go in fresh on the weekend. And when you come in Monday, you know all your numbers, you know everything that's going on, what you need to do and make for the next week. And that will help you set up your marketing on Monday. So theme out your days and then, you know, give yourself. And I know people do not like in the wellness industry, they I don't like sitting behind my desk. Like that's not fun for me, right? And it's not fun for a lot of soulful entrepreneurs. So I would say give yourself a two hour block, do your marketing and then go out, do your walk, do your yoga, whatever you need to regroup, come back and give yourself another three hour block. You know, so I like to get at least that five hours in because that's gonna be like the 20% of what you're doing in your day for your business. So do that to your messaging and your marketing and your pitching, and you will see a almost 10x um, value come back in your, you know, your audience and your connection and the um, the way that people relate to you when you start doing those systems. I gave you a I lot more than. <laughs> no, I love it, and I really love that you are talking about theming your days because that's something I started doing last year, and it made a huge difference. Yes, and. I was doing a little bit of everything every day and I felt like I was going to pull my hair out. Yeah. It's just so much lighter now. Like Friday is the only day I record podcasts now. And Sunday is my day to get prepped for the entire week. So I do all of my calendar. I go through all of my, my social media, my email marketing. I do everything on Sunday so that Monday, I can just go. I don't have to be worrying about, oh, do I have tweets scheduled for my business? I know I've got tweets scheduled for my business. So I love that you said that. I think it's a really important thing that a lot of people don't think about because we've got all these other things going on. So how do I dedicate a whole day to one task? Yeah, exactly. And like you said, Sunday, I didn't do the weekend because I felt like I didn't want to overwhelm people. (laughs) But it's true. I usually do do some of my private clients, I will tell them, okay, so Sunday's your map out, right? Map out your food, map out what you're doing and get it all done. So you can go to sleep with just like, oh, and really get that rest that you need, that mental rest. And when a lot of people sleep, they're not sleeping. They're just worrying. So there's a difference between actually going into a sleep of, you know, rebooting your system and, you know, your body's the only thing you have. And it does so much for you. Why not give it the energy and the the mental strength that it needs to go to that next level. So I say definitely Sunday is, I call it like a soulful Sunday, right? You just get everything out of your soul and just put it all out there. Your messaging, um, your blogs, write everything, schedule everything. And that's where it comes to automation. And was like, oh, it doesn't make me feel personal to automate. I said, it's still your message in the automation. It's not anybody else's message. It's still you, just not at that very moment, but you're still there. Now you have the time to go in and when someone responds, you have the time to actually answer their questions, right? Because you have sent out the automation and now you have time to answer their questions. So I think that's more important of a connection than 
trying to figure out what you're going to write every day and then, you know, write it all up, get it in all these little systems and then not have any time to really feel like you're giving them your value. So very, very important. And I hear that a lot too. Well, I just don't want to use buffer Hootsuite. It's like, but you're going to save yourself so much chaos. Yes. So much. I mean, when you sit down every hour to compose a tweet, you're wasting time because you're going to have to transition between that task and another task. And it takes a little bit for your brain to make the switch. And that moment will happen every time you sit down and schedule a tweet. If you can just sit down, schedule all your tweets, then you are getting those little chunks of time back. Your brain would otherwise be swimming. Yes. Totally. And that is something I've learned um, earlier in my um, lifestyle. But now it's really important now in corporate America and other things I tap into um, is that switch, right? Because someone interrupts you and then you're like, by the time you get back, it's like five minutes. And then you're trying to figure out, well, how am I getting deeper focused on this task? So yes, I totally agree with you. Okay, so I just realized how long we've been on, so I'm going to start to <laughs> to wrap things up. It, okay. it, when things are good, they just flow, and I could just keep on talking. That's okay. Uh, so I have some questions for you before we wind down. Uh, do you listen to podcasts? Yes, I do listen to podcasts. So um, I love listening to them in my car. I love listening to TED Talks. I'm like a TED Talk freak. So <laughs> I just go on there. But yes, I love them. I think they're amazing for people to just get a connection and and, and really be centered in life. So is there a podcast that you currently love aside from TED Talks? I do. I like the Entrepreneur on Fire um he, yes so i'm not good with names but i know that name i mean like the actual host so. mm -hmm. <laughs> i know it's on my tongue but i listen to so many but yes i do love that one and um i think um wellness wonderland that's really good too so i've been going more in and exploring more of the different types um so that's on my new thing for me is to do more podcasts. So I'm really going in and listening to more people so I can get more involved on this um, side of the, um, the world, right? <laughs> yes. I set aside time every day to listen to podcasts. I call it um, continuing education in my business. It's a block of time. And for podcasts, I like that I can lump it in with other things like cooking dinner, I yeah. can listen to something and grow while I'm cooking, which I have to do anyway. So I might as well make use of that time and, you know, get a little smarter from all these brilliant people out there. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Usually when I'm cooking, I'm on a call. Like I'll have from one of the courses or something, they'll have a call or I'll go back into one of my courses that I have taken online and listen, right, to maybe some of their old coaching or that type of thing. So that does help me too. But I do love your concept of doing the podcast. So I will probably fill that time in sometimes with that. <laughs> it's addictive, I warn you. <laughs> yes, it sounds it. No, I do. I love that because... And then you could just really relax into your food and what you're cooking and really just put like a lot, like all the energy starts to flow. When you're listening to something great, your food tastes so much better, right? Because you're putting so much love into your meal. I always say that. <laughs> I completely agree. Is there a business book that you find yourself going back to over and over again? Let me see. So I have this, okay, so I'm 
a little bit obsessed with uh, Grant Cardone. And I guess it's just recently, I don't know, but, um, you know, 10X Your Life and, um, you know, Sell or Be Sold. So those I love that are just like going back. And um, I, you know, I get like everything starts to come together in my mind. So I have to get it all out. But yeah, so recently those are my two um, books. I Sales books, I don't read necessarily. I'm more of a mindful person. So for me, this is definitely a growing experience. Um, I do like Michael Port, like his books, um, you know, just how to speak and be more efficient in your communication. So I would say that always is a, a book that will help people. Awesome. I'm going to link to all those in the show notes. And I love Sell or Be Sold. I picked a copy of it in the uh, Chicago Midway Airport in October. And I read the entire thing on my flight to Houston. And we ended up delayed. So I finished the whole book. I was like, oh my God, I have to read this all over again. because it It's so interesting. And he's a fabulous, fabulous writer. Yes. Yeah. He just came out with a booklet and I don't know why I'm saying, but <laughs> this booklet is like five bucks, but it's the millionaire booklet, right? And he's like, it's something you just keep in your pocket. When you need it, you pull it out just to get your mind like in that mode, right? To get to oh. your numbers. So, and my son that's 16 has been infatuated too, right? With just watching his new show, The Interview, um, do you have whatever it takes, right? <laughs> that interview show is so cool. It's on Grand TV, but the booklet is great. And I... And I'm doing it and I'm going to give it to my friends. So I ordered like about 10 or of them. Um, my son gets one. I get one. My friends get one. Just so you could read how other people think. I think perspective is an amazing thing in this world. Um, and just pull a little bit out at a time, bite-sized pieces, so you can um, generate that into your day. I completely agree. And I'm going to have to go get that when we are finished here. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to soak up everything Grant puts out. He's just so smart. Uh, okay, so... Last but not least, what is the one thing that you wish you knew in business when you were first getting started that would have changed the way that you went forward? Okay. So one thing, well, my husband's always been an entrepreneur, so I have seen a lot, but this one thing that I have learned online that I wish I knew more of was just the way that the online world works, right? Because there's so, it's so fascinating. And when you realize that you can scale your business on a phenomenal level, it's amazing. So the, the one thing that I have learned online that I feel a lot of people will get out of is pulling um, the the JV marketing or the affiliate marketing and learning how to, if you have a mentor or if you don't have a mentor, but if you have someone online, making a connection online with somebody and doing the JV partnering. partnering. So what that means is that person is helping you market, you're helping them market and, you know, getting about five or 10 people and any type of message you have out, they are helping you share that message, right? So, um, and I think as entrepreneurs or soulful entrepreneurs, we always think that we have to do everything on our own, right? Like I was like, a, I did not ever want to delegate anything. That was absolutely not happening. I said, I'm going to do it myself because I know I'll do it right. Um, and so, you know, giving, being able to delegate a, your branding, right? Or your 
way to get your message out there by having someone else that you have made a bond with that's going to help you build is absolutely fascinating, right? That affiliate marketing concept. Um, and I think a lot of people don't realize how important that is. And if you, and it's the same thing as you would go down the street and tell the hardware store that you're opening up a business. And I would love for you, if you're in the wellness industry, I would love for you to, you know, give this discount to your employees and they could come and they can get a discount. It's that same concept, but doing online, it goes viral, right? So, and I feel like a lot of people don't realize that it, the offline world it can 10x being on the online world. Those same basic things that you did there, can you can do those in the online world and just maximize your opportunities. So I'm very important to realize that there are all these opportunities that you can take advantage of without being scammy and salesy just through authentic soulful partnerships. I think that's really important for people to start to wrap their head around. Yes. I really struggled with that. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I was like, oh, I'm asking people for stuff. That's not right. <laughs> yeah, but you're, so icky. yeah. And then that's a lot of things that people don't understand. There's not like, oh, I'm going to like French kiss this person on the front first date, right? So you don't want to French kiss. You don't want to like attack them, right? <laughs> you want to be like, oh, let me hold your hand. Let me see how I can help you. And then, you know, maybe when you're coming out with something in a month, they will, you will obviously help them because you have given your time and your value to serve them. <laughs> yes. So Yes. Like a courtship. Yes. It's like, let me hold your hand for the first date. And then, you know, obviously we'll can kiss later. <laughs> <laughs> So that's wonderful. I think that's a great note to end on. Where can people get more information about you and the 21st Century Blueprint? Yeah, so my website is 21st Century Blueprint. I made that hopefully easy, right? <laughs> so it was in transition, but um, that is the new website. Um, I'm also on Periscope. I haven't done a lot of scopes. I'm not going to lie because I'm really transitioning into Facebook, but um, it's KLM at underscore uh, Morgan is my Twitter and my Periscope. So I will tap into there every once in a while, but you can definitely go on 21stCenturyBlueprint.com and connect with me. I would love to know more about you. And that's also my Facebook page. So Fabulous. I'll link to all those in the show notes. They'll be up over at 42yogis.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a delight. Thank you. I am so happy. I love it. I'm going to be addicted to podcasts. So I will definitely Yay! share this with all of my audience and all the people in my private groups that I have, because this was great. People really need to learn how to make profits and obviously promise. So thank you, Yasme. 